right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. These are challenging times. But you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst and best-selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. Have you ever woken up but found yourself unable to move at all as if you were frozen? This phenomenon is called sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis is a feeling of being conscious but unable to move. It occurs when a person passes between stages of wakefulness and sleep. During these transitions, you may be unable to move or speak for a few seconds, up to a few minutes. Some people may also feel pressure on their chest or a sense of choking. This feeling can make you panicky or fearful. So today, I have a question from a listener who is wondering what is happening to her when she wakes up in the morning. Recurrent isolated sleep paralysis is called a parasomnia. Parasomnias are undesired events that occur when you're falling asleep or during sleep or as you're waking up. A REM parasomnia or rapid eye movement parasomnia, is one that happens during a transition into or out of REM sleep. REM sleep is the time when we dream, is a deep state of sleep. Sleep paralysis is a REM parasomnia. It causes you to be unable to move your body at either of two times, either when falling asleep called hypnagogic or when waking up from sleep called hypnopompic. Normally, your brain causes your muscles to relax and be quiet in REM sleep, such that you don't act out your dreams, which would, of course, be a real problem. This is called REM atonia. 
Sleep paralysis occurs when REM atonia happens while you are falling asleep or waking up. Sleep paralysis is called isolated when it happens without any other signs of, for example, narcolepsy or another sleep disorder. An episode of paralysis may cause you to be unable to speak. It can also make you unable to move your arms and legs and body and head. You are still able to breathe normally. You are also fully aware of what is happening. And as I said, this episode can last for seconds or minutes. The episode, however, usually ends on its own. It can also end when someone touches you or someone speaks to you. Making an intense effort to move can also end an episode. Sleep paralysis may occur only once in your life, but it also can happen many times in a year. It can be very scary when you are unable to move. You could feel anxious or afraid. In addition, some people hallucinate during an episode, meaning they could see or hear or feel things that are not there. For example, they may think that another person is in the room with them who is not. And these hallucinations can also appear without the sleep paralysis. That's another form of a parasomnia. Again, it's going to be hypnagogic or hypnopompic, either falling asleep or waking up, depending on when it happens. Sleep paralysis tends to first appear in teenage years. It then occurs most often when you're in your 20s and 30s. It can continue in your later years, but usually less so. Although the paralysis event may be frightening, it is actually not a serious medical risk on its own and does not keep you from getting the sleep you need. However, sleep paralysis can be one sign of something called narcolepsy. Other signs of narcolepsy include excessive daytime sleepiness, fragmented sleep, sleep-related hallucinations during the day, and something called cataplexy where experiencing a strong emotion or laughter causes a person to suffer sudden physical collapse, though remaining conscious. If you are experiencing these symptoms along with sleep paralysis, you should talk to a sleep doctor because narcolepsy is a serious disorder that requires treatment. It is also important to know if there is something else that is causing your sleep problems. They may be a result of one of the following. In fact, parasomnias in general can be benign and just standalone phenomenon, or they can be part of something like narcolepsy, a medical condition, medication use, a mental health disorder, or substance abuse. Sleep paralysis can affect men and women of any age group. The average age when it first occurs, however, is 14 to 17. It's a fairly common sleep problem. Estimates of how many people have it vary widely from 5% to 40%. It does tend to run in families, like all parasomnias, and so you may be more likely to have it if a close relative has it too. A lack of sleep can make you more likely to have sleep paralysis. It is also more likely if you have a sleep schedule that often changes. Mental stress can be a factor in producing more often episodes. It seems to occur more so when you sleep on your back. 
recurrent isolated sleep paralysis is fairly common. And in most cases, it does not affect your sleep or overall health. However, you should see a sleep doctor if the episodes are keeping you up at night or make you so fearful of going to sleep. Find out if you have any family members with sleep problems because that will be an important clue for your doctor. It would be also helpful if you're going to see a doctor to fill out a sleep diary for two weeks in advance so that you can give him or her that information about your sleep patterns. Doctors do not need any tests to treat most patients with recurrent isolated sleep paralysis. Your doctor, on the other hand, may do a sleep study if your problem is really disturbing your sleep or they're concerned about an additional sleep disorder. The study they usually use is called a polysomnography. It charts your brain waves, your heartbeat, and breathing while you sleep. It also records how your arms and legs move. Something called an electromyogram recording will show the level of electrical activity in your muscles. This level will be very low during an episode of sleep paralysis because, of course, as I've been explaining, your muscles are paralyzed. If you tend to be very sleepy during the day, then your doctor may also have you do a daytime nap study. This is called a multiple sleep latency test, which will measure how fast you fall asleep during the day. It will also show what kind of sleep you have when you take a nap. It will help to show if your sleep paralysis is actually a sign of narcolepsy. When we come back, I'll get to my listener's question. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Let's get to my listener's question and see, how can I help? Dear Dr. Saltz, it has been a stressful few months for me. I find myself very nervous returning to work in the office and my rent is increasing to a level I find hard to manage. But I'm not sure I have any other good options. Now, a few times this past month, I have woken up in the morning but found that I can't move at all. I know that I'm awake, but I feel paralyzed. It lasts for a few minutes, though to be honest, it feels like forever because it's really terrifying. I now find myself dreading it might happen again, and I don't know what it is. Is this some mental illness? Is something physically wrong with me? Is there a way for me to get this to stop? As you can hear from earlier in this episode, this does sound like sleep paralysis, which is a type of parasomnia, a sleep disorder that involves unusual and undesirable physical events or experiences that disrupt your sleep. For example, sleepwalking and sleep talking are also types of parasomnias. Actually, sleep paralysis is not even one of the more unusual ones. As many as four out of 10 people have it. It can occur when you are falling asleep or as you've experienced just waking up. It can be accompanied by feelings of chest pressure or high anxiety and even seeing strange things in your room. What is happening is during sleep, your body is alternating between REM and non-REM sleep. One cycle of REM and non-REM sleeps lasts about 90 minutes. Non-REM sleep, or the non-dreaming, non-rapid eye movement sleep, occurs first and takes up to 75% of your overall sleep time. During non-REM sleep, your body relaxes and restores itself. And then at the end of non-REM, Your sleep shifts to REM. Your eyes move quickly back and forth and dreams occur. But the rest of your body remains very relaxed. Your muscles are essentially turned off during REM sleep. If you become aware and conscious before the REM cycle has finished, you may notice that you cannot move or speak as would be normal during REM sleep. But what's not normal is you are aware. Because that feels weird and because it seems you can't move, it can feel scary. But just knowing what it is and that it will go away in at most a few minutes can really help with the panicky part. Sometimes just making an extreme effort to move, say a finger, can break the spell and allow you to come out of it. Or a loud sound like an alarm clock can end it. This could be happening to you for any number of reasons. I mean, first and foremost, you mentioned you're highly stressed right now, and being highly stressed can bring on more parasomnias like sleep paralysis. But I also ask you to investigate, did you start a new medication? A number of psychiatric medications like antidepressants or those used for attention 
deficit hyperactivity disorder can increase sleep paralysis and parasomnias in general. Other medications can as well, and I advise you if you've added any to discuss this with your doctor. You might want to discuss switching medications or lowering dosages with your doctor. I also ask, is there a history in your family of parasomnias? These things do tend to run in families, but maybe your family hasn't spoken of it. If this started in your teens and has continued through your 20s and 30s, this is likely classic familial parasomnias. Other things that can contribute to having sleep paralysis are lack of sleep. So if your sleep schedule has really been disrupted, if your schedule keeps changing, so you're going to bed at one time and then at a different time and sleeping late to different times, that can increase the likelihood. So you might want to set yourself on a better schedule. Mental conditions that have to do with stress or, for example, bipolar disorder. Sleeping on your back. Other sleep problems such as narcolepsy or even nighttime leg cramps can increase the incidence of sleep paralysis. I mentioned the use of certain medications like for depression or attentional issues and substance abuse, which has become a real issue for many people during the pandemic drinking too much alcohol, or using other substances can increase sleep paralysis. If it's happening to you from time to time and you don't have any other issues, then it's likely just that, and there is nothing to really do or to be concerned about. You might try to have a more regular and predictable sleep schedule to decrease how often it's happening. You might change positions of sleep if you're sleeping on your back, and you could consider avoiding substances like alcohol or any other drugs because that could make a real difference. If, however, you have other symptoms too, such as, importantly, something called cataplexy, which is estimated to occur in as much as three quarters of all people with narcolepsy. So it's a real sign of narcolepsy. It is basically the sudden loss of muscle tone while staying conscious but it's being triggered by a strong emotion, like laughing a lot, surprise, or even being angry. So you're awake, but you go to the floor. Hallucinations, which can occur upon going to sleep or waking up, and it can affect also lots of people with narcolepsy. So these hallucinations are vivid, dreamlike experiences that occur while falling asleep or while waking up, and they can occur with sleep paralysis. If you have excessive daytime sleepiness, this is a really important thing to consider because it affects all patients with narcolepsy. So it's the inability to stay awake and alert during the day, resulting in periods of an irrepressible need for sleep or unintended lapses into drowsiness or sleep, like suddenly you're napping when you didn't say, I'm going to take a nap. Excessive daytime sleepiness is the cardinal symptom of narcolepsy, and it is the most disabling, which is why you do need to see a doctor. And of course, we've talked about sleep paralysis, which does occur in as much as half of people with narcolepsy. But again, many people with sleep paralysis do not have narcolepsy. And sleep disruption. So many patients with narcolepsy have sleep disruption which is basically frequent awakenings resulting in poor quality sleep because narcolepsy is a disorder of the sleep-wake state. It's an instability of it. 
And many patients who report this disruption of nighttime sleep, understandably, have excessive daytime sleepiness. You don't report any of these other symptoms. And so it's possible that this is really just sleep paralysis for you. If you did have any of these symptoms and simply didn't mention them, then I think you should see a doctor because it's important to be treated if you have narcolepsy. It's not safe to drive with narcolepsy. And there are various things that one can do for treatment. I hope that was helpful. Sometimes people with sleep paralysis also have these hallucinations of strange things in their room. But even with this, there is no need to fear nighttime demons or alien abductors if you just have occasional sleep paralysis. You can take steps at home to control this disorder. So start by trying to make sure you get enough sleep. That's seven to nine hours of sleep. Do what you can. Develop some coping tools to relieve some of the stress in your life, especially before bedtime. So for example, it's not necessarily great to watch the news or look at your phone and emails for the hour before bed. And consider new sleeping positions if you can. Sleeping on your back is the one most likely to produce paralysis. So on your side or on your belly. But be sure to see your doctor if sleep paralysis routinely prevents you from getting a good night's sleep. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at help at SenecaWomen.com. All centers remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help? with me, Dr. Gail Saltz. <laughs>